ये हो जाएगा Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is your trusty Thursday edition of Who's There, where we answer all your questions about who's and them's and just really anything else that you call us about. <laughs> I think I like this groove that we're getting into where we start with comments. Yeah. Well, I like the talk back. I like, I like, want to hear from the people. Yes, me too. And I also, that reminds me, um, you know that horrible Piper Parabo story that I told earlier this week? Yeah. My friend, my friend listened to the episode because she listens. She was like, you got the story a little wrong, but that was okay. Like, it was the gist of it. What was, was the like, story? Oh, What'd you get wrong? I don't know what I got wrong. Oh. I love that, like, whatever you could have gotten wrong could not have been that, you know, crucial. If it had been significant, I would have gotten a call, but I didn't. I will say, though, I was, like, driving to work, and I saw a billboard with Piper Parabo's face on it, and I realized that we didn't even bring up the reason why she was relevant, which was she's starring in a new ABC pilot called, like, Infamous or something. Infamous? Notorious. Notorious. All right. Well, either way, fine. We're moving on from her for sure. As promised, we reached out to um, our Whom correspondent, John O'English, to uh, give us the reportings... Is that a word? Give us the the info from the other side of the pond. Okay. I love how you get everything wrong. The other side of the pond. Across what is it? the pond. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's how you say On it. On the other end of the lake. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> so across the other side of the ocean, which is actually accurate. That's accurate. Okay, just go. Okay, so in England... <laughs> If I wasn't a writer, you'd never know. <laughs> um, in England, we got Jono to call in and uh, talk a little bit about uh, the British Bake Off from their side of the tale. So let's uh, let's let's listen to that. Hey, so the Bake Off mess that happened last week. The contract the Bake Off producers had with the BBC ended, and the BBC weren't willing to pay the new price. So Channel Four just jumped in. Mary Melanesu didn't renew their contracts out of loyalty to the BBC the network that built this show up. So Channel 4 essentially just paid for Paul Hollywood, uh, Big Marquee, and the name. Mary Mansour are now believed to be starting their own new show on the BBC. So this has really backfired on Channel 4. Incidentally, the two most talked about shows on Channel 4 for the past few years were uh, Naked Attraction, which was a dating show that just set naked people up, and Sexbox, which was a show in which couples had sex in a box on TV. So the direction the uh, Bake Off might take, it's kind of scary. Um, Mary is a massive them here, she's Martha level, and prior to Bake Off she is a semi-them, she has some well-known cookbooks, but now she's top tier. She actually did a book signing in my city a few months ago. There was an hour-long queue to meet her and you had to pay about £20 to get in just for a meet and greet. I think that's about $4 now too. Um, Melanesu are also thems. They started as TV hosts here back in the 90s. They had their own show. It's a bit like The View. And they've done tons of presenting since. They're national treasures at this point. Paul Hollywood was a who when this started. And because of that kind of sneaky move of staying with the show, he's also probably under stare who. Right, so I've always wanted to say this, 
So, good form, Bella Thorne. Thank wow. you, Jono. Thank you so much, Jono. We're, um, <laughs> we're saying this as though we've listened to the call, but we actually don't have the call yet as we're recording this. So, I'm Why sure are you, you telling said. them that? <laughs> I like it. We're just like faking it right now, but I'm sure whatever you said was very, very smart and enlightening. And this is the most transparent podcast of all time. <laughs> Hi, Weekly. Uh, I was just calling because I recently found out that Michael Jackson's youngest son, Blanket has changed his name to, um, well, it's spelled B-I-G-I. And I was just wondering if you guys had any idea how to pronounce that. Is it B-G? Is it Biggie? Or is it more like the French pronunciation of B-G? Um, anyway, I was just wondering if you guys could weigh in. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Bye. Um, first of all, great call because I forgot that this happened. This happened earlier in the summer. I guess it's fall now. So this I happened didn't this know summer. this happened at all. It was sort of a it was a story for a while because it gets into uh, like teen bullying. It's a bullying story, but it's also a Michael Jackson story, um, and it's also specifically Blanket Jackson, the form all formerly known as Blanket. Remember, he was the uh, the baby Michael held over the railing. Right. I don't even think Blanket is a who. I think Blanket's a them. Well, Blanket's a them, but now BG is a who. But here it is. I don't know how it's pronounced either. So I did my best. I honestly, caller, I did my best to see if there were videos in the two months since this happened of people saying his name. And I only found one. It's from uh, The Breakfast Club, that radio morning show. They didn't know either. And if they don't know, I'm not going to do any more research. So Now, he's changing his name informally from Blanket to... Okay, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's B-I-G-I. Would that be Biggie or Biggie? No, I don't know. Biggie? B-I-G-I. No. <laughs> B-I-G-I. Well, I just, wait, can you just explain, so what's even the story? So Blanket oh, so Jackson Blanket... changed his name to B-I-G-I G-I. Jackson. Because all of his, I guess, classmates or at least peers were bullying him for his name. Because his name is Blanket. God knows the Jackson kids have been through enough. I actually find the Jackson children, like all of the tabloid reporting on the Jackson kids to be super, I can't engage with it. Like it's how I feel about no. teen moms. It makes me super uncomfortable. It makes me upset. It, I, I, It's like I don't care. I really, really, really don't care. You know? Yeah, and also, like, they just need a break. Remember that famous Janet Jackson text, come on, where they're all text messaging and someone had a screenshot of the group message with all the Jacksons in it? So a long time ago. Oh, this is it. Okay, this is not funny, but it's also the last thing about them that was funny to me. So a while ago, this was in 2012. Wow, it was a really long time ago. Um, Prince Jackson posted a text exchange with Janet as proof that she blocked the contact with with their grandmother. Because remember, there was the whole thing with the grandmother where oh, yeah, they hadn't yeah, yeah. heard from her and Janet was like in between them. And it was like, no one knew exactly what was happening at all ever. So Prince posted a screenshot of a text message, which... Oh, boy. And it's like group MMS, and it's like Auntie Rebby, Austin Jackson, Janet Jackson, and another Janet Jackson. And he texts, this is enough, so I am texting you for the simple fact that we demand to speak to my grandma now. And then Janet Jackson just texts, don't let them, please. (laughs) Please. Do you remember that? (laughs) I don't remember this at all. She just texts, 
don't let them please. Oh, so like it, it like spun off because it was just so ridiculous that we're looking at a text message. I just it's so absurd to see a text message with all these people in it. Like I don't believe that they text. I don't believe that they're really humans. Also, this was take a screenshot was taken at four fifteen in the morning. There's just a lot of issues with this, but this was the last time that I thought the Janet the Jackson family was somewhat amusing, but it's not funny at all. Moving on to the next call. Don't let them please. Please. Don't text them, please. Don't let them please. Play play the call, please. (laughs) Hi, Who Weekly. It's Taylor. First time caller, long time listener. Um, I just saw that Rob Kardashian, who I know is a them, uh, tweeted his sister's number. Um, But there seems to be some drama with maybe Black China and the baby mama of his child, which I didn't even know he had a child. So I'm just wondering if you can clarify what is going on and whose number he's revealing. Thanks. So what happened uh, was this. I'll try to, I'll try to. It's really confusing. It's confusing because, but, but honestly, everything about Rob and Black China's relationship has been sort of a mess and it hasn't followed the sort of like typical, um, like mile markers of a relationship and it's gotten to the point where i just can't follow it anymore well remember last week we were talking about this and i and you were like there's only six episodes and i was like because they break up at the end and you were like maybe probably not there were rumors today that they broke up there that was that was the gossip today that's what i was gonna get into i was actually talking about that with one of my coworkers today about how that's my new theory as well i'm i'm co-signing yours at this (gasps) point so what what happened today um, with, with the gossip that we all woke up to was that Rob Kardashian tweeted um, Kylie Jenner's phone number. Um, and then, so this is this is the way, I got this story sort of piecemeal. So you find out, so he tweets after the number, he tweets the number twice. And then sort of to clarify what's going on, he's like, yeah, by the way, this is really Rob. I wasn't hacked, LOL. Well, he tweeted, he tweeted, didn't invite the mother of my child to a baby shower you all were trying to throw for me. You all must have lost your damn minds. So the new rumor is that they broke up months ago and they kept the act together for the show because there's a chance that the show will, will show like the entirety of their relationship, including its end. And so it wouldn't, so it would make sense to give the Kardashian clan a little credit (laughs) <laughs> credit with the K. Because why would they want her because there? Because they would, they could thro- could have thrown Rob a baby shower for just him because maybe he didn't want her there. And but yes. because the show is on television, I guess my question really is that if that's the case, why is he tweeting this? He's wait, what do you mean? Why? What do you mean? Like why if is he like this? if he if they broke up and they threw him a baby shower without the without China, why would he tweet this? Like wouldn't he? You mean wouldn't as he opposed not- to. Black China tweeting it? That, or just why would he care that she wasn't there if they broke up? I think it's probably just, like, a matter of respect. I don't you know. know. Like, it doesn't, she's I don't still, know. It doesn't she's, really make any sense. She's still the mother of his child. He does have a point. Sure, but they, if they broke up and it's it's not a good situation, then he should be fine and back into his family clan and on their side and not worrying about whether the mother of his child, who he doesn't, he's broken up with, was invited or not. My but second anything, question, though, maybe really, they're doing a maybe they're doing a very 2016 co-parenting moment. Uh, they're just trying to keep it civil, like Naomi Watts and Lee Schreiber. Not to be all heteronormative, though. Also about this, 
usually when you have a baby shower, you there, there's no man there's no father only baby shower. That's not a thing. Yeah, I guess I've never heard of that. For like a for like a if it's a if a it's hetero, a straight couple. yeah, I'm not trying to right. be like clearly you can do whatever the fuck you want, but what I'm trying to say is that it's it is a for the Kardashians a very traditional crew of women to say, "Oh, we're going to throw a baby shower for just Rob because that's a thing that happens." No, that's not a thing that happens. They do love throwing parties though. Usually you need the mother of the child, the pregnant woman needs to be at the shower. Anyways, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I get it's it. weird. The whole thing is really weird. It also could be, let's not lie, the third option for this is that it's publicity for the show. And who and it's yeah. fake. Who cares? And that they're still together and it's fine. And it's no it, big deal. Yeah. I'm still betting on they're broken up, but whatever. Um I mean it could also just be both. They're broken up and it's publicity for the show. At this point, yeah. nothing would surprise me because I don't know if anyone's really watching Rob in China. I don't know if that... I'm I, not anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's depressing and it's awkward and depressing and, and very strange. I mean, I don't know. Yes. I'm, I was going to ask if you saw this week, but you didn't. But like her mother was involved and that got really weird because her mother is very strange. It's just, it was very, it's it's extra. I don't, you don't need to watch it. Um, well, speaking of strange people, here's the next call. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. It's Sammy from LA. Um, I just wanted to clear up whether... Marion Courtyard is a who or a them. I thought she was a them, but Wendy Williams didn't know who she was, and most a lot of her audience agreed. So, um, to help me out, you know why I'm talking about this. Thanks, love you guys. Here are the things to know about Marion Courtyard. She won the Oscar for um, that movie where she played Edith Piaf. What the hell was that movie called? Oh, uh, Love Me on Rose. Love Me on Rose. Yeah, of course it was called that. Duh. So she won the Oscar for that and has since, like, uh, she was in Inception. She did a couple more She's French movies. She's extremely famous. She's very, very famous in, in Europe. <laughs> in Europe. Yeah. Um, and I would go so far as to say she was a them here for a long time or for, like, several years. But it's, and I think she still is a them, but I think we've, she's been in hibernation. She's been in hibernation, and now that she's back, she's going to be a them again because she's in this big movie with she's Brad Pitt. She's definitely a them. She's a them, for This real. is not, like, I didn't even bat an eye at that question. Wendy Williams being like, who is she? I get it for a few reasons, but, like, definitely a them. I don't know. Also, I, you have to take any who is she from Wendy Williams with a grain of salt. I know. It's true. You know, the woman that Brad is alleged to have been involved with, um, his co-star in the movie that they are currently promoting, she's the French actress who holds an Oscar, only I've never heard of this woman. And sometimes I feel like I'm the only one. Like, if you win an Oscar and you're starring with Brad Pitt, I think maybe you're supposed to know that person, only maybe I didn't go to class that day, so I didn't. (laughs) But clap if you've never heard of Marianne Cotillard. Oh! Then you are my people. Also, haven't we pretty much decided or kind of accepted that Marianne Cotillard really doesn't have anything to do with this? Like, it's actually kind of nasty and silly that she's been dragged into it just because that was the first kind of assumption because this is what happened the first time around with Brad Pitt. Like, she actually is... No, I don't think anyone's really spoken about this except for her on her own Instagram. And her boyfriend. She's, like, happily married. Yeah, she has... she's Husband. She has a husband. She has a husband, and she's pregnant. So, like, there's so many... When everyone's like, oh, he's cheating on 
Angelina with her, no one actually really mentioned, like, it's kind of crazy that she has a husband and is pregnant. That's a lot of layers to, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It'd be one thing if she was, like, this young single co-ed and this was, I I don't know, I, that's biased, but I'd be like, uh, maybe. But this is really not the case here, I don't think. That answers the question. But before we move on, I just want to bring up these two facts about Marion Cotillard because... Oh, she's also, like, a controversial <laughs> figure. She's <laughs> a controversial figure. She's a controversial figure. It's very easy to forget, Lindsay. But every time I read these quotes from Marion Cotillard, um, I just like a single tear drips down my right So this is why actually she was in the news more recently than her acting was for these purposes, which you will reveal. But these interviews are actually pretty old. It's just they they come back a lot. They get dragged up, you know, annually. Because they're great. Because we're reminded of how funny they are. So here are the two quotes. Okay. I think we're lied to about a number of things. We see other towers of the same kind being hit by planes. God. Are they burned? There was a tower. I believe it was in Spain, which burned for 24 hours. It never collapsed. Oh, None God. of these towers collapsed. Oh, and there, God. in a few minutes, she's talking about New York, the whole thing collapsed. She's literally a 9-11 truther. I forgot that she was a 9-11 truther. (laughs) Here's her next one. Here's her next one. I I also love how she just speaks in rhetorical questions. Her next one. Did a man really walk on the moon? I saw... I saw... Did a man really walk on the moon? I saw plenty of documentaries on it, and I really wondered. And in any case, I don't believe all they tell me, that's for sure. When you read them back to back, it just sounds like she's like, like just a list of different things she doesn't believe. Like next is like JFK is still alive. Like Elvis is alive. Tupac is alive. The funniest thing. So I'm reading, I'm reading an article about this from uh, earlier this year about from written by Slate where obviously it was written in uh, response to the Brangelina rumors. But of course, people will take any excuse to write about these quotes again because they're so good. And they say, um... In the same, uh, the actress has said those conspiracy theory remarks were, quote, taken completely out of context. How? I feel like her her truther and the man on the moon stuff really was only fringe funny people talking about it because it, it didn't really come up in, like, the general tabloid. Like, when she was, like, relevant for a minute this week or last week or whatever, yeah, it, people weren't... Uh, People weren't like, oh, this French actress who's a 9-11 truther. They were just like, oh, this French actress that you've never heard of. But that is clearly the most important thing that she's done. (laughs) No, it is. So uh, let's move on to the next call. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Lucy. Now that it's fall and everyone's favorite show is back on the air, I thought I would call and get your who vice on Shark Tank. Um, This is a two-part question. First part would be... Um, if you guys could rank the sharks from them to who, um, I would love to know your thoughts. Obviously, starting with the Vimeos would be Mark Cuban, but after that, I sincerely do not know which way the rankings would go. Um, follow-up question, what are the thems of the Shark Tank product nation? Again, I feel like the Squatty Potty would be the biggest them, but after that, I'm not quite sure if any actual product has made it into them them. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much. Love you. Good form, Bella Thorne, and hashtag Charles. Them. Um, I love this. I love this throwback to an old Lindsay hashtag. Thank you for engaging in my content weeks later. Josh Charles 
Is it them? Also, hashtag Josh Harles who, sorry. Whatever, fine. We're moving on. So We've I have moved a... on. Lindsay, did you watch the, the premiere of Shark of Tank? Of course I did. I did. It is the All the only... sharks were there. It is literally the only saving grace in American culture is like Shark Tank and the voice coming back. I swear to God. Like I watched them back to back and my heart felt so light for the first time in weeks. All the sharks were there. <laughs> um, it was so great. Um, all the sharks. So, was there any part? Did you like what? What did you think of the episode? Like, were you uh, the episode? I thought was a little front loaded. I didn't like like the sixteen year old girl at the end with the app. I thought was really disappointing, and I was like, oh. The point is, I have a ranking, and I want to see what yours is, even though I have it written out of the doc. Um, so it's not going to be a surprise. Fine. But my ranking is, and this is not, this is, we're, we're talking about them-dum to who-dum. Or, this is, this uh, is outside the show or within the show? This is outside, outside the, the show. show. Okay. Because I have my personal favorites and this, and it does not match up to this. Okay, fine. Um, We've but talked I would say, about that before. I would say outside the show, it would go number one, Mark. Yes. Number two, Rob. Hmm. Exclusively because of Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Which is a huge show. Number three, Lori, because of QVC. Mm-hmm. And number four, I would tie with Damon and Barb because I don't think anyone outside of like people who are familiar with Corker and real estate in New York or people who are familiar with FUBU would know who Damon John is. I think Barb comes before Damon. I, I would accept that argument maybe, but I think they're both only famous in their tiny little like... Uh, business I mean, niches let's like they be don't have real. outward focusing outward facing like media outlets let's like be real Lori though does. bobby and my's all-time favorite is barb so like Absolutely. that is that is our like number one girl like she sh- truly shines on this show mm-hmm. she's she was so mean on the premiere and i loved it <laughs> she's never mean she said like usually i'm not this mean yeah, she was like, she called someone like pathetic or something. Well, I don't she know. It was I when their it. business was like, they had sunk like a gajillion dollars into it already and it was garbage. And she was like, kill it, kill it out back. And everyone was like, <laughs> Barb. You know, like she um, she really stepped up to the plate and was a bitch. I love her so much. Um, and then what are, what would you, would you, would you agree with the top three? I agree with the top three. I think the Rob and Lori thing goes back and forth, but I guess if you are, like a normal payer attentioner of culture in the United States of America, like Rob has shot up in the rankings because of Dancing with the Stars and the fact that he's marrying the his like dance instructor instructor or whatever. <laughs> but he was kind of like a basic nobody for a while on that show. Oh yeah, he was like yeah. the one. He's always been kind of like pathetic on that show because like I feel like Mark Cuban is the is like boss he's the daddy mm-hmm. and everyone else is just mark 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 <laughs> you know and he'll be like oh as the owner of this of this game this team this sports team and as a technology man i think that it's a literal billionaire the right, only billionaire. i just he, i mean right he could like own a state if he wanted to he could do whatever but i just i think everyone else is always kind of trying to live up to his mm-hmm. stardom which is yeah. bigger than theirs but that's you know whatever that's here or there i just think rob is the most pathetic about it <laughs> i love rob um you just love so the show i will say i have i have there are three products that I would call them's. And correct me if I'm missing any of them. Okay. But yes, 
Scrub Daddy is number Scrub Daddy and Squatty Potty. I would say are number one and number two. Scrub Daddy and Squatty Potty are the two products that I've actually seen outside of the show at people's actual houses. I have a three, and it fits that exact. I was going to say, can, do you see it outside of the show like yes. frequently? I've seen and, Squatty Potties. I've used a Squatty Potty. It is same. fantastic. And Scrub Daddy, I have seen a lot of outside of like Staples, which is where they have the deal or something. Yeah, I've seen Scrub Daddies in people's homes, but I've never actually used one. Um, number three, though, which is something I have not only seen outside in stores, I have seen it in homes. I have also used it. And by used, I mean eaten. What? Pipcorn. Oh, fucking Pipcorn. Pipcorn. It's so good. Our friends. It's so good. You know who's really into Pipcorn? Our friends Kelly and Jeff. They one time brought Pipcorn to an event and I think. Yes. I, I always think of Kelly and Jeff I when think I think of you Pipcorn. Were, I think you were like, Pipcorn, it's such <laughs> our tank. I was at uh, Smorgasburg, this like nightmarish like food truck thing that happens in Williamsburg during the summer every weekend uh, earlier this summer and they had a Pipcorn stand and I was like, oh my God, a Pipcorn stand and there wasn't a line. Um, and I noticed one of the sister, the sister, because it was a kind of a creepy brother and sister team. There was a the sister was there, and I was like, oh, "You're the sister from Shark Tank," you and she was to like, her? "I did," and I was, she was like, "Yeah, I'm the sister." I was like, "Congrats, you're doing so well," and she was like, "Thank you." <laughs> the American Dream is alive and well on reality TV via Shark Tank because it's truly inspiring. The American Dream is alive and well, like maybe once a season if you're lucky. True. Well, I will say another. Um, a thing that was on Shark Tank that came up for me this week that is surprising, but also a very big thing. In LA, there are these haunted hay rides, and remember they were on Shark Tank? Oh, yeah. I so that. that is a that's like a big deal here. And the guy that started those was on Shark Tank and now has grown it or whatever. But uh, that's a, I think that's like a big product to me, at least. Cool. All six sharks are still in. David and Philip have two offers on the table for their draft beer system, Physics. But Barbara is skeptical about the entrepreneurs. I'm wildly enthusiastic about the product, but I'm not wildly enthusiastic about you. I feel like you're too slick. You have every answer. And my gut is ringing. There's got to be something wrong. You're too slick for me. I don't trust you, so I'm out. So if you recall last time that was monday monday of this week monday. i teased a game that i was going to write for bobby to do and it's a good game so i'm calling it <laughs> Lindsay loves games and she also loves uh tooting the horns of her games hey i'm a great game maker i i mean i'm just a good game maker and we don't do enough games we always we love them but we don't do enough of them so here's the deal this game I'm calling the Brangelina game because I didn't really have a better title for it, but it's called the Brangelina game. And here's the objective. You are going to have four choices of online tabloids, and you have to tell me which tabloid wrote this headline. I love it. Okay? So your choices are not going to change. If it's Us Weekly, it's A. If it's People, it's B. If it's TMZ, it's C. And if it's the Daily Mail, it's D. Perfect. I can do this. The Dalai Lama actually has an opinion on the Brangelina split. Parenthesis. Really? Parenthesis. People. Yeah. Us? Yes. Fuck. I knew it was between two, those two. You got that wrong. Number two. 
Angelina Jolie looks stressed on solo outing a month before divorce filing, colon, source. Shit. It's hard, right? This is hard. Oh, God. I'm going to say it's either People or Daily Mail, but I'm going to go with People. Good. You did it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Now it's official, colon. Madame Tussauds separates Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie wax figures following divorce news. (laughs) Daily Mail. Wrong. Wait. Was it TMZ? No, it was People. Fuck, it was People again. Pretty simple. Damn it. Pretty basic. Uh, And I thought... uh... It's fine. It's fine. You're you got one. You got two wrong and one correct. Now we are on number four. Warding off the evil eye, Jennifer Aniston shops the bad vibes with a three thousand five hundred dollar diamond protective necklace after Brangelina split. That's one hundred percent Daily Mail. That's correct. (laughs) Who else would say bad vibes in a headline? Get the fuck out of here. Also, who else would have headlines that are seven thousand words? (laughs) Okay. Uh, next one. Angelina Jolie retains Laura Wasser for divorce. Why you've never heard of her? Or no, wait, sorry. Angelina Jolie. I'm gonna do this again. Angelina Jolie retains Laura Wasser for divorce. Colon. Why you've heard of her? That's Us Weekly. Nope, that was People. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Next one you're gonna get. It's easy. Okay, ready? Yeah. Angelina's UN ambitions. Dot dot dot. Unsafe for our kids. <laughs> TMZ. That's right. Do you get it? It's like UN and then un again, like UN yeah, and UN. Okay. I, Lindsay, I get it. You have to. Re- you kind of have to read it. Like it's, it's hard to whatever. No, I like I like you reading them. Okay. Next one. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's most memorable PDA moments. Well, that's. That's either us or people, but I, I, we have no, we haven't had any us. I'm gonna say us. That's right. <gasps> wow, good job. Okay, next one. Good job. Also, God. Us Weekly is so fucking rude. Okay, next one. That's fast. Chloe Kardashian names Brad Pitt as one of her crushes just one week after Angelina Jolie files for divorce. People. No. It's Us Weekly. No, it's the Daily Mail. No, that's not the Daily Mail. Yes, it oh. is. Are you kidding? That's fast. They're so fucking judgy. Okay. That's fast. Also, uh, I guess you're right. That's God fast. Damn it! I should have. I should have noted that. That's fast. That's fast. Uh, okay. Fuck. Okay. Next one's easy. The prenup is clear. Splitting property is no biggie. Dot dot dot. But kids will be. TMZ. Yeah, that's right. I'm very disappointed in myself. Okay, you should be. But keep going. Next one. Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt looked so in love and happy at their last red carpet appearance. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, go with your gut. Who would write this people. garbage? No, it's us. Fuck! <laughs> I'm furious with myself. And the final headline: You basically failed this quiz. But the final... I mean, I certainly failed this the quiz. final headline is exclusive brad pitt's splitting image brother doug is spotted hours after his famous sibling was accused of child abuse <laughs> daily daily mail <laughs> that's correct god that headline is awful that was that's really killed really me. bad they're like pictures of brad pitt's brother doug <laughs> like what <laughs> Stop. Fuck cares. Stop. Hours after his brother, whatever. Anyways, I hate it. So you got many of those wrong. 
Okay, don't even tell me because I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Three. Stop counting them. Honestly, you got... Yeah, you got a lot wrong. I won't even do it. I won't even... You got like a 50% or lower or something. <laughs> but that was a great okay. game. That was a great game, Lindsay. Wow, you're so good at games. And um, I'm so good at segues. So we're going to end this episode. Um, <laughs> thank you, Lindsay, for giving me a great game. Um, thank you, all the callers, for the great calls. Thank you, um... Thank who? you, Jono, from um, acro- Jono. Across the Pond. Is that how you say it? Uh, uh, from Across the Pond. Yes, we loved your segment. I uh, I totally heard it at the time of recording. Oh my God, yes, can you so stop good. revealing that we haven't heard it yet? It's coming. So I guess we'll talk to you on Monday. Um, yeah, have a good weekend and uh, stay, stay, stay real. Oh, God. so bad. I don't know what I was trying to say. Bye. You will say that. Hey, I'm a great game maker. I I mean, I'm just a good game maker and we don't do enough games.